All right. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Club Pro Chatter, episode number 13. This uh, this podcast is brought to you by the Minnesota Section PGA and the Section's charitable arm, PGA Reach. Once again, I'm Greg Snow with one of my top seven friends, Scott McDonald. Yeah, you didn't even know you went, you, you did a little head snap there, but you're in the top seven. Did you think of I your top to seven on the way down? No, I, this is a work in progress. It's a working document. And you have slipped into the top seven, despite some of our differences recently. Oh, okay. Uh, just so you know, uh, I've got an apology already. Are we, I don't think I this even... is episode 13. Unlucky 13 was up at uh, the is this 14? section champ. No, this is 15. So whoever no. wrote the script needs to apologize. Maybe we'll, we'll get her on the air later. Okay, let's start over. Welcome to episode number 15 here of Club Pro Chatter. I'm here with my top seven friend, Scott McDonald. Moving down the list. Scott, no, no, I love when you correct us because we want to be factual and truthful on this. We've yes. said this, transparency oh, yeah. in the whole bit. So, uh, Scott, let's uh, let's dive into a song. You got one? R-E-S-P-E-C-T, find out what it means to me. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Okay, I didn't know where I'd come in there. Yeah, I just figure since we're going to hit on some of the most well-respected professionals in our business since we're announcing the award winners for 2019 nice segue scotty after our apologies my apology and i'm hoping this doesn't happen is last time at least two times my espn fantasy notification kicked on yeah because i was losing my fantasy football matchups it was on a monday yeah it was on a monday so ESPN always wants to remind you how bad your team is performing or if someone got injured or whatever. I'm a, I'm really sorry about that. It won't happen again. We are not an ESPN broadcast, full disclosure. That's it? Yeah. That was a techno, technology-based apology. I have a little bit deeper one. Um, as I re-listened to it, I have to apologize to Don, and you knew this was coming. Um, because you probably thought Greg needs to apologize to Don. More or less, I basically asked him to quit playing golf. More or less, in so many words, which isn't really what I wanted. I don't. I didn't want to get that across, but just kind of reiterating of why are you still playing, Don, and what are you doing? What what motivates you? What keeps you going? It all sounded like just drive off into the sunset, which is not the case. We want Don around. As a matter of fact, I want to add this little tidbit on top of an apology of. If you want a model for somebody who is a good player and is well-respected, but also is nice to talk to and good to talk to and isn't just that standoffish prick, it's Don Barry. All right? So that's a guy that I want around. All right? And it sounded like in the last podcast that I wanted him gone. So I want to apologize to Don. Did you hear any of that? Uh, You could read into it a little bit. but Yeah, but I think... You know, it, it wasn't blatantly obvious. Oh, good. It wasn't as bad to you as it was to me then? No, no. Okay, so maybe when Don re-listened to it, he just thought it was funny? Yeah, yeah. We definitely want him around. It's it's great for the okay. game, and uh, he's he's still involved on the section level. He wants to get involved on the tape mark and, you know, kind of give that another shot in the arm. So, And it gives all of us a, a kind of a benchmark to gauge ourselves against. I mean, you beat Don in the head pro championship what was it five years ago and you remember it because that's a big if you beat Don you know you played well so it's uh it's fun having him around and competing against him for sure 
All right, let's flip the script. You talked about some respect. Since uh, you and I did not win Golf Professional of the Year this year, we have that knowledge now. I know you were probably in the running. Once again, um, we lose out. Yeah, we lose out. I, I think somebody he, has to win it. Yeah, I think it's probably because we're wild cards and a little bit of a recluse. You said that about me. You didn't say that about yourself. So, so stop with the inside jokes with people. Well, they don't. Okay. Yeah, you're all red in the face right now because you know that you said that about me, and it's true. Well, you are a little bit of a wild card. I don't let's deserve it. We both know it. I don't deserve it. So okay. let's move on. Let's. But the winner of the Golf Professional of the Year, Doug Hoffman. Doug Hoffman, who, as far as I know, has been with the MGA as long as I've been in the golf business. How many times do you call him for rules? Uh, I have in the past, prior to Vincent giving me his right. personal cell phone. But he always uh, throws his number out there at the spring meeting. Uh, he's very well versed in the rules, obviously. Factual. Yeah, I. You don't cross paths with him a ton because you don't play the U.S. Open qualifier Correct. or um, the cup matches where you see see Doug. Um, by the way, we're gunning for Doug next year in yeah. the cup matches. Are you taking charge on that? Uh, we're it's it's we're gonna get a task okay. force. Okay, we're yeah, we need one. We're we're sidebarring. Let's move on. Teacher of the year, Aaron Jacobson. Yeah. Well-deserved. He has a LPGA player? Yeah, Sarah Burnham, who played in the KPMG this year. I think got her uh, LPGA card renewed this year. So Aaron's out at Rush Creek, has been out there a long time. Uh, yeah, very, very good instructor. Uh, has had a lot of good kids come through, um, yeah, through the program over the years. And Sarah went through our soda series and um yeah uh, excellent player all right and our horton smith award winner is nick pele i was on a tournament committee with him yep. i believe he's now on the education or is he on the teaching i think he's on the used, teaching yeah they used to be kind of together and now they're separate so he's teaching and that's kind of what the horton smith is about kind of a model educator somewhere of that regard so congratulations to nick our bill strasbaugh award winner is lisa schwinden did i say that right yes lisa's up I, we always it, just say lisa She's Lisa, up in Osgood, right? Yes, yeah. She's up in Fargo there. Uh, obviously, a good crew of PGA members up there. Cook, Matt Cook's on the board. Greg McCullough, who's been on the board with us. Uh, Croce, Chris Larson. Yeah, it's 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 a cool it's a cool group of people they got. And Lisa's always I remember I think Lisa won Facility Promoter of the Year a couple of years ago. Very well deserving. Does a ton to get people out to the golf course. Youth yeah. Development Award was Chris Foley up at Craigens. Correct, yeah. Chris, who's been a past winner of Teacher of the Year, and, again, another good instructor that has had a ton of kids come through and play collegiate golf. Um, very well respected. You can give Chris probably a variety of in a variety of these categories he would oh, fit. Yes, and, for sure. You see some of his kids' camps because he puts it on Facebook or somebody does up there, and I, you see it, and it's like, how does he get that many kids? You exactly. Know, I don't know how he does it because I was at Rutgers when he was at Madden's, and a, a good junior camp for us was twelve. You yeah. know, and and that that for him is a is a slow day of teaching. Yeah. Of, of individual lessons. So, anyways, uh, player development award, Lance West. I think he works right out of this office here, or yeah, close to here, right? The golf tech right here at Bunker Hills. I know Lance very well. He's uh, 
from Indiana. I grew, I worked in the Indiana section for two years, and Lance was there as well. Really? Uh, for a few years. So we got to know each other down there, and then he came back, started at Minicata, and then has been a, with Golf Tech, oh, I bet you eight, ten years now. Really good guy, re- really good instructor. So uh, good for Lance winning that award. And our assistant professional of the year is Andy Smith, and I said off the air, and I'm not afraid to say it here on the air, I don't think he's going to be an assistant very long. Yeah, Andy's a great guy. He's on the tournament committee. This might have been me. his last chance to win this. So yeah, well, it, we should go back and look at these assistant professionals of the year, and if they am win, I on there? You, have you won? Oh, any? I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, how I many? Am. How many have won this award? See, I skipped over that topic. Pros. Yeah, right. yeah. How many won that and then moved on to head pros? Yes. yes. Yeah. Go ahead if you want to look that up. No, you don't. Uh, okay, we've got fact check. Okay, we got a fact checker. Yep, that's good. That's good. Maggie not only sets all this up and produces for us, she also fact checks us. Make sure. Yep, Scotty, you dig that in. I'll lead a, a list off the facility promoters of the year. First in the private, David Plotnick out of brackets, a resort facility, Ryan Peterson up at Wilderness, and then the public, Steve Willock uh, over there at Oak Marsh, which I believe is open today, November eighteenth. Steve might have the biggest social media presence of yeah. anybody in the section. Fact. I, let me let that? me fix this. Steve's Pelican, Artie, might have the biggest social media presence of any golf course. So, uh, yeah, he does a lot over there. They have a ton of events. They're, they're busy. They're open when nobody else is open. Right. He's not afraid to open up when... Uh... When the rest of us say, uh, maybe we shouldn't be open. Okay, uh, I've got the no, assistant got? professionals yeah. of the year. Here we go. From Let's go through it real quick. 2002, uh, Patrick Markley. Markley, Charlie Levis, Joel Berger, Kelly Catron, Paul Schubring, Christy Nelson, Jay Meyerhoff, Eddie Wynn, Rory Lux, CJ Meyer, Dan Sudbeck, Brian Hack, Chris Larson, Tim Brovold, Pat Carnes, Mike Marshall. We don't have 2008. Oh, yeah, I don't Chris think... at uh, oh, at Minnesota Valley. Yeah, it's a... Rosasson. It's a rare, fairly young award. Yeah. Right? It hasn't been, you know, as long as, say, the PG, you know, or the Horton Smith or one of those. Most of those are head pros or have moved on to be the in charge of a facility. Well, you know, Joel and Kelly. Yeah, Joel's in... It, it, Joel's in Owns charge like of... 72 stores of yeah, some well, sort. Yeah, he, and... he's the conglomerate, yeah. let's just call it. So, and most of them... Thank heavens are still in the golf business. Except for Paul Schubert. He was one of my good friends. He's now in real estate. Dan Sudbeck. Yeah, Sudbeck. He, well, he's back teaching golf down in Texas. Really? Yes. Okay. Again, okay. I know his parents through the Redwood Golf Club. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I think there's always that itch that Dan, even though he went into health and nutrition. Yeah. He, that itch of, because Dan is a ridiculously good player. Yeah. You yeah. know that, right? Oh, yeah. He could bomb it. Yes. Just Ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, Gus Davis with Benoit. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember it. Ah, forget it. Let's not worry about that. Let's move on. Patriot, Patriot Award. Award. Benny Menton. Yeah. Now, the he- Patriot Award is people that deal with veterans and run events for the military, right? I think so. Okay. Dynamite <laughs> drop it. All right. So, Benny Menton wins that one. Steve Widener Award. Now, we found out this doesn't have to be a PGA professional. Yeah, it but can't be a But PGA. this year, yeah. it's. Oh, it can? Okay. It can be, but. Oh. Yeah, we, we learned stuff on here, yes, too, Scott. Yes. But this year, the winner is a uh, father uh, of a PGA uh, professional, and that's Don Johnson, whose son is Mark Johnson, Yes, up in Fargo. Yes, and Don passed away just this fall, uh, right right during their Dakotas 
uh, fall meeting and the merchandise show. And, yeah, did a lot for high junior golf. golf. Yeah, was a high school coach for 40-plus mm-hmm. years. So uh, really cool award uh, for, for Don. All right, and players of the year for, for playing, for the women, it's Lori Money. Uh, for the assistants, it was Thomas Campbell. And then Don Barry, as we hit last time, was player of the year and senior player of the year. We don't need to talk about him. I mean, we can, but we, we've... Can we talk about the double dipping? Yeah, there's people that have problems with that, but uh, not in this realm. No, no, no we no, don't care. In no. this, more power to you. That actually gives you something to shoot for because you're not going to break any of his other records. But maybe you could also be a double dip winner when you get to fifty. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Well, you do a lot of exercise. You try to stay healthy. Yes. Yes. I think that you'll be flexible by that. That's. Uh, I'll put that on my goal. I chart. think you should put it on the goal because you can get rid of trying to get to what is it seventeen, section player of the year he had. Is it seventeen? Seventeen or eighteen. So that's out. 24 for majors. That's out. Well, that'd only be like I'm just six trying to years help. of winning just all trying four to help of them. You here. That's out. Yeah. Let's go at some attainable ones. This one maybe is for you. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. And then uh, Dakota Chapter Award winners. Yes. Uh, our buddy Matt Cook, Teacher of the Year. Yes. Up there. I sat with him at the uh, fall meeting. I didn't even know he did lessons. Did, have they figured? Have, oh, Cookie? He yeah, does he everything. He must do a lot yeah. of them. Well, yeah, have they? When are they going to have a podcast of the year? No, they. We have to do some work with them. They are very. It's fun to listen to them. Yes, yes. So Cookie and McCullough do that. Did McCullough make the? No, he did not. But they do have professional year Mark Johnson, who we just talked about. Yes. Junior golf leader Chris Larson over in Moorhead. Uh, Another got, double dipper. Yeah, I don't get this. These people got to spread these awards out. It's like fifth grade basketball. Uh, facility promoter of the year is also Chris Larson. And then assistant of the year, Chris Howell over at Moorhead. Wow, Moorhead did well. They've got a good stable there, apparently. Junior golf facility and assistant. Unlike the Gopher Bend's basketball program, they have a good... I'm sorry, that was a little shot at Scott. Hey, hey. They have a good little... It's uh, a rebuilding year. Well, they're not saying that at Moorhead. Go for football. Hey, you have plenty to come back with me on. I just wanted to get my little shot in there. I'm a Gopher basketball fan as well. I can't watch them right now. Okay. Can you rebound for them? No. Okay. It's shooting in my and mind. You can't score 10 points in the first 11. Why are we talking about this? Okay. Sales and then rep they do of the a year. Sales rep of the year. Jamie Dunlap, my ping rep. Is he your ping That's rep? Your guy? Yeah. I don't have a Jamie's ping rep. awesome. He's a great guy. Um, well deserved. All right. Let's move on to the hot topic of the day. We do have a sponsor for our event today, Scotty. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. Green Image Lawn and Golf Scapes. My good friend, Denny Peralt, and. Uh, Denny, we're glad to have you on the show. Glad to be here. Yeah. Am I, uh, am I top seven? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. You're actually ahead of Scotty. Yes. I I, I, I dropped want... from the start of the podcast. No, I didn't want to. Yeah, you're top seven, Denny, for sure. So Denny and I have a long history, Scott. And so I he even said on the car right over, I picked him up, right? And um, well, before I get into that, let's just give a little background. Um uh, Denny really wants to be a part of the Minnesota section here. He contacted me. He said, Greg, I want to help out PGA pros. And I've got something that I'm working on that I want to do. And it's building these synthetic greens. And, and you and I had a chance to go out and see one uh, over by Spring Hill. Yeah. We had a little competition. You were in your suit jacket. You wouldn't take it off yeah. when we were trying to hit it. Wasn't Traditionalist. Yeah, Traditionalist. Right. right. Who Why won did, that? Did you win that? I did win that. We did have a little bit of money on the line. We like three American dollars, I think yes, it was yes, total. Yes. But Denny, the builder, also can play a little golf. But 
uh, then he wanted to do that. So that's how this came about today. He said, hey, I want to be a part of the section. So he's going to come on board with us and be one of our sponsors moving forward. So you can thank him if you want. No, I I, I appreciate it. Okay. I, you, no, we, we, we thank Denny for sure. And I've gotten to know Denny through the years, through the NCC at Olivia. And, yeah, just him coming up to the Blizzard Best Ball and then our little match over there that day by Spring Hill, it was very cool to see the surface, hit shots into it, chip into it, hit out of a bunker. Uh, I'm telling you, it's the best synthetic green that I've ever played on. It's awesome. It, it reacts just like a normal green. All right, enough promo. We're going to get into that. Okay. All right, so we're just doing some back backdrop setup here. Yeah. So you mentioned how you and Scott, you and Denny met at, uh, which, do you remember which one? Three years ago. That was at Honey Creek probably, right? No, no. This was the NCC, oh, the NCC at Olivia, Olivia that got canceled because of snow. That's right. That was your first time you got to feel the sandpaper hands. Yes, and I slept in the kitchen. Yes, somebody <laughs> took that this year, by the way. But anyways, okay, so that's how you two met. Now, to start off this, Denny, I would like for you to tell these guys, Maggie and Scott, the story of how we met and your first impressions of me, I'm ready to take it. I'm going to sit back and I'm going to just let you take it from here, all right? But let our listeners and these two know how our relationship began. Go ahead. It was a rocky start, I'm not going to lie. You know what? My favorite part of the golf business was preparing for big golf tournaments, and uh, I couldn't tell you which tournament it is, and I'm pretty sure it was a huge one, and Greg will probably okay, argue Okay, let that. me interject real quick. This was at the Legacy Course at Craigens. Yes. We were in the business together up there, so th this is a good story. So I'm sorry, Denny. Go ahead. <laughs> so we must have had, you know, 60, 60 staff members, you know, working the golf course like ants. We had prepared for weeks trying to figure out how we were going to get everything done. It was the Brader Chamber event. Yeah, it was <laughs> huge. huge. Yeah. It was mammoth. So I, I come off to the fourth tee just making sure everything is getting orchestrated the way we had planned. And all of a sudden I hear a, uh, a golf ball whiz by my ear. And I see this big old slice up under the fifth fairway. And I look up the hill at the tee and this guy goes, how you doing? And I'm like, who is this guy? And he just jumps in the cart and blows by me. And I thought, what a clown. And... Uh, yeah, so I, I guess that was that was my first impression. Not great. That was the first time he had ever met me. I'd just taken the job there, and literally this happened. And he tells me this all the time of, you're such a tool bag that we were getting ready for this tournament. Here's a staff guy out there trying to play golf around us, and we're getting ready for this literally 180-player. This is more than capacity yeah, yeah. tournament that they have. And so this is a big deal to, to those guys, and Denny was an assistant soup, and we got off to a rocky start, would you say? But then I think how we really got to know each other is I wanted to play late at night one time and you were watering greens, right? I think so. So Denny yeah. used to, you guys, this is no lie. He would water greens and have his golf clubs in the back while he'd water. Again, I don't think he played much. We're not going to, you know, throw him under the bus here. It doesn't matter. He's gone anyways from there. But he would have them in the back. And so I was like, hey, do you want to play tonight? He's like, you know what? I got to water greens. Maybe, sure, we can play. And I, I can't remember any other real deep interactions before that, but that's kind of where we really kind of fell in love with each other, if you will. Yeah, and, and <laughs> we were a pretty good fit just with the with the banter back and forth. So I said this, Scotty, too, about Denny is um, most people who dish dish out, um, you know, banter and mm -hmm. and uh, give each other junk. Um, uh, most people give it better than they take it. I'm that guy. I know that. 
Denny is the exact opposite. He takes it so much better than, and he's pretty good at giving it, but he takes it so well. Yeah, no, it's well, you giving him the, the nickname Sandpaper Hands, obviously That's one of the nicknames. Yes, <laughs> but no, it's it's. I mean, hanging out with him at the NCC and just the banter we had in an hour hitting shots it's uh it's it's fun to be around someone that's kind of still in the golf business used to be in it but now has kind of started their own endeavor within golf so it's cool then green image lawn golfscapes where did the vision begin and how did you get to this point today well, uh, you know, the vision began just, uh, you know, being in the golf business and, uh, you know, I love the business, but, uh, you know, as most people in the business understand, it's a, it's a grind and it's a huge commitment. And I just really had wanted to do my own thing. And, uh, I also really wanted to kind of rekindle my, uh, my passion for golf and felt like I was losing it. So I thought, well, here, I'm going to start my own business and I'm going to have some flexibility to uh, play some golf and, you know, over 10 years of, running my business that hadn't really happened and in this last year I and I had been building greens just kind of fitting projects in and this year I just really decided that this was the year that I was gonna really jump in both feet and uh and relaunch into it and really reignite my passion for golf and uh you know here we are and yeah. uh you know I, and also just knowing the golf business I really want to you know partnership with the Minnesota PGA and its members to you know, to help help out where I can too. So I'm I'm excited about the partnership as well. So, Craigans, you guys meet. What was this? Fifteen. Oh boy, twenty. Twenty years ago. So Denny, walk us through kind of your career path up to this point. So I I started out uh, I started out just working at working at a golf course when I was in high school, um, just my hometown course, um, and wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted to do something in golf. So then I was fortunate enough to get an in- internship during the construction phase at the Legacy at Craigans and uh, kind of moved up the chain. The next year I was a second assistant and then the following three years I was a first assistant up there. So I, I got to be part of the grow-in and uh, construction and and then the maintenance of the of the golf course. So um, from, from there, um, you know, my wife... Uh, had wanted to pursue some other opportunities for schooling and her career. So we decided we were going to move to the cities. And, um, anyway, I, uh, I, I ended up at Pheasant Acres in uh, just south of Rogers yep. as an mm-hmm. assistant for three years and then took over there as a, as a superintendent for four years. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, and then just, you know, going in, like I said, going into my own business, you know, I wanted, I kind of wanted to work for myself and, just realizing that I really like to create things, and and that's what's got me back into wanting to build these greens. Yeah, and it's uh, it's I mean, being a superintendent, you don't very few superintendents get that opportunity to build something. You're mainly just maintaining. It, you might build an occasional tee box here or there, but constructing a green or a hole or anything like that, that's very rare. So I, I could. T- I mean, that's that excites me, like building your own golf course. I know nothing about turf, but seeing it from start to finish, that's got to be fun to see that. Yeah, you know, that that's 
that's kind of my passion. It's just kind of the vision of it. And, uh, you know, I, I had a pretty good opportunity at, at both Pheasant Acres. I, we rebuilt some greens. Um, and even at uh, the Legacy, obviously, with all the construction. But you're not really building your own vision. So yeah. that's, that was the piece that was missing for me. And that's I think that's the part that I love the most, just looking at a piece of land. and. I want to hit this again at the end when we're done talking. We're not done asking questions, but I want to hit this multiple times in here because people sometimes don't get the full listen a lot. But tell us where we can find you. Um, you know, Give us some spots. Uh, you know, I'm a Twitter guy, but maybe you're not on Twitter. So where can people find you if yeah. they want to talk to you about these? We're going to ask more questions, but and we'll hit it again at the end. But at this point, go ahead. Right now, the, the spot that's the best to find me is probably my uh, company's Facebook page, which is at Green Image Golfscapes. Um, and, you know, that'll direct you to website, my phone number, email, everything is there. You know, and I, I point people to that direction, number one, because we have our most recent content in there. But we'll also, you know, we're also going to be doing a little bit of rebranding here over the next few months. And so our Facebook page will always direct to the, you know, to the current source of website and email and all that. So. As you know, then I was a little skeptical of these things when I first thought, you know, you probably felt it on the phone when I was like, okay, whatever. You know, I do that to you a lot. But anyways, when you brought this up, like, you skeptical? And it's not, that's not the right word. It was kind of like, all right, pursue your dreams. You know, that type of deal. Uh, but then I had a chance to go and see the first one. And then I got to see the second one with you that you've done. You mentioned something to me in the car that I'd love for you to share with all of our listeners is walk us through that initial contact with the guest or with the guy who's going to buy this from you you said it's kind of a, being part of the process is part of the fun so how did the conversations go and walk us through the start because you're dealing with a bare piece of ground and in one of those situations it was a field a literal field how do you help them get the vision and just kind of walk us through that a little bit well, typically I start with what they're trying to accomplish. Like, what is it that you want to do? Do you want to putt? Do you want to chip? Do you want to hit shots? Do you want to par three? You know, do you want to entertain? Um, so it's just, first of all, just starting at what, what, what's their goal at the end of this? What do they want to accomplish with it? Um, and then, I guess, just, you know, visualizing the piece of land. Um, you know, the, the one that you're talking about in the field, it's, it's actually a pretty neat setting because it backs up, this property backs up to... Uh, like a 75 acre preserve with all native prairie restored so it, it just it kind of takes on the prairie links look and uh so it, it was just a you know that was a neat piece of property it was kind of a blank slate there compared to the last one that we did which was you know there was a lot of topography there and it was pretty neat to kind of build right into the into a hill and yep. have a really neat backdrop that the homeowner eventually wants to kind of create a patio so that they can they can entertain and razz the uh, people that are playing and do what we did. Do what we did. <laughs> Possibly throw a couple bucks on the green yeah. and um, so yeah, no, it's just kind of finding out what they want and then you know get, getting them excited about the vision. So I mean, these two that you've done and you've done others where you've you've done actual grass. Let, can I interject real yeah. quick there? Because I know what you're saying. Yeah. These two are kind of the start of the new vision, I yes. think. For, for yeah. Would you agree with that, Denny? That yeah, yeah. I've you've done, done a few of these before, yeah, but this is the, now we're doing this. Yep, yep. So what I'm looking, so a lot, there's guys out there that build putting greens, you know, in the state and they're, 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 they're great. They're fine. Um, I guess my goal is to do something a little different. I'm trying to build golf greens. Um, 
you know, for practice, for play, for entertainment, um, you know, just something on a little larger scale is, is the main um, primary focus for us, I guess. So it's, what you do, it's, it's kind of customized to, to the, the consumer, whoever's looking to do this. I mean, you can make a big green if they just want a green for putting. You can make it a 150-yard uh, par three if they want to work on eight iron shots. Or you can build a big green with a bunker and shipping areas. I was amazed when we hit shots, how the ball reacted and even shipping there's it's it's not it's synthetic turf but there's grain in this turf it's it's pretty crazy talk about you know the surfaces sure yes uh so i mean obviously the goal is to not just have it look beautiful and uh, putt well but we like i said it's a golf green so we want it to be able to you want to be able to hit shots you want to be able to chip so, you know, the, the turf itself is infilled. I mean, it's, it starts out at over an inch long. Um, and, you know, and then we have pad under that to help absorb the shock of shots. And the infill acts as a ballast to hold everything down. Um, so, I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a pretty involved process, especially with the greens that, you know, are going to receive shots and, and play like a real green. Um, you know, it's a pretty tedious process to get them performing like yeah. a real green. Um, it was it was fun to see like you you top dress these synthetic greens and that day we were there you had a roller there so you're you're honestly you're top dressing and rolling it like like a real green right yep so you know for this last green in particular I think we had in the green itself we had about twelve thousand pounds of infill material in there and then we spent days rolling it just to get it to perform yep so, yep. And you have your, one, one of your good, good friends, Chris, Chris, is kind of helping you out. Tell us a little bit about Chris and what he does for you with this. Well, Chris is a, he's a pretty dynamic guy. He's passionate about golf, and uh, you know he's just uh, he's great with people. So you know he's great great sales unlike guy. You. Un unlike me, you know, <laughs> that's tall, not taller than me too, right? Uh, I, I didn't, didn't want to go, go there, there, but since you mentioned it, right? <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, but Chris Chris is great on the sales end. Um, and like I said, he's passionate about golf, a uh, real detailed guy. Um, and I've known him, I've known Chris for oh, 15 plus years. Our kids, our, our oldest kids grew up together. So, um, yeah, anyway, just fantastic guy to be around. What, so say I hear this on the podcast as a PGA member, and I've got a member that says, God, I want to really build a green in my backyard. Talk me through the process of myself as the PGA professional getting the ball rolling with you. Yeah, honestly, it's pretty simple. Um, I mean, basically, they just need to they need to uh, direct the interested party to me, and you know, I'll take it from there. I mean, it's, it's simple. I like I said, you know, you know, I'm creating an incentive program. Um, to help out the, the, you know, PGA pros. So really all I need is a contact and a mention of who and where you're from and, and we'll get the ball rolling. And then, you know, we'll be in contact too with, you know, details probably on the front end. Yeah, Chris, or, Chris yeah. will. Yes. Yes. No, so just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that was the, the that people was the person. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. Okay. okay so, so let, let me get, get this straight, Dennis. So, so if uh, an assistant, assistant pro or any PGA pro wants 
there's an incentive slash referral program along with this. It's hard to talk dollars and cents because the, the scope of these are big, right? I mean, they can range from a, like Scotty said, a teeny little green to you might want a complex. And so again, I know you have all kinds of different projects on the board. So, so for them, they need to just get a hold of, and we'll give the information again at the end here, but they just get a hold of you. You make the contact. If you make the sale, they're going to get cut in. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. That's a no brainer. Yeah. Uh, Scotty. And again, that's part of the deal that also for the Minnesota section you're doing with us as part of this sponsorship, he's going to cut the Minnesota section in on something, but also wants the PGA pros to know this can put something in their pocket as well. Yes. If they have the contact, which a lot of us do, I know a guy sitting right across from me right now that knows some people. Yeah. Well, what if I refer myself to get something oh, like cut, this? Cut yourself. Yeah. yeah. Might have to get my lawyer involved. Yeah. Well, well, Scott, I, you need yeah. to talk about that a no, little bit no, because gonna... you said from right after, you even called me after yeah. of like, I would be interested in something like that. I live way up in Glenwood, but, yeah. or Al, excuse me, I'm interested in something like that. So for you kind of turn, kind of like I did, I was like, you know, that would be, I'm always the guy that comes up with the game ideas, you know, of man, having six guys sitting up here watching these shots come in because the property that we're at, which they can find on that Facebook site, right? Yep, yep. So you have pictures of all that. We, we're going to try to find a way to upload that video of the shots that we... Um, and I have I have a couple... Sh- I have shots being hit into some of these greens on my Facebook page. So that that is there so you can kind of see how they react. And that house is a cool setting because you're higher than where people are hitting. Yeah. So you're watching straight down on it. It's hard to see the green from down there, but the people up top. And so I was just thinking, how much fun is that going to be for this guy to come down and i'm guessing that's what you kind of felt like some of that yeah when you saw that happening at that site that's probably where you got your little oh this could be cool well i'm always thinking about ways that i can practice but also right. be you think more selfish yes yes yourself. so so i've thought you know prior to hearing denny getting into this you know southwest greens or whoever it is does something in a backyard that's where because there's nights when the kids lay down and they're asleep at 8 and it's light till 9.30. So why not get some practice in at home? So, but then there's, I've also had members. I've got a member that has a uh, par 3 course, almost 9 greens of actual turf. And then I've got another member who's, him and I have talked. He's like, yeah, I'd like to put something in my backyard uh, so I, he can do the same, play like par three back and forth. So it's uh, it's it's cool because this is synthetic. Sure, there's some upkeep over the years, but it's not like you got to get a greens more. It's not like you got to mow turf. Um, that's that's a whole different dynamic. You got to spray it and keep it up. So this is, I, I mean, I see this as the way of the future for for stuff definitely on the residential side. Yeah, and I'll just say this to everybody. As part of the deal that we signed today with Denny is that the first referral that he gets from a PGA professional, uh, not only will they get cut in a little bit, but he's going to sponsor a golf tournament for us um, to what denomination we'll see to where that goes. But that's how he's going to become a partner for us in the Minnesota section. And We're excited about this. I'm glad you are, Denny. Again, you kind of know us golf pros. You, you hang with us in these tournaments, and you kind of know what we're about. Also, we want to help you, and I think we can. Yeah, no, I'm uh, like I said, I'm excited about the partnership and both for myself doing something I'm really passionate about and, you know, helping to see golf pros continue to do what they're passionate about. I mean, you know, you guys are the you guys are the face of the business and I think it I think it makes a lot of sense for all of us. 
I wrote that down for him to say. <laughs> no, that's not true. No, I, well, I, I didn't get to hang no. out with Denny. Well, this, this is given a, a, right, a reason. This is a win-win. And Denny talked to me about this a long time ago, Scott. Uh, probably eight months ago. But that was back when you were like, "I'm doing this. I'm good. Uh, this is happening." And again, I did the blah. and so uh, in a nice way. All right, don't you know? Yeah, Maggie, don't judge me like that. I mean, it was nice. And so. Uh, I, but to see this come because we had a chance to go out there. I can't remember. I was going to a meeting or something, Denny, when you're like, you got to stop at this first one. And I didn't want to leave. I would kept coming up with, all right, we got to do it from here. You know, we were playing, Scott, where we won hit, that one too, by you, the way. <laughs> that one we were playing for a little more dollar, not a lot more, but a little. And we were hitting from these different team tee boxes and trying different yardages. And then we play it out. So we each had three balls and we were playing it out. And so we we're chipping off the dirt because we missed the green or the hay behind yeah. it back to the prairie setting. It's just a lot of fun. And again, oh, yeah. I, right next to the house at that property, a little closer than the last property that you were at. And I just, I just uh, was picturing mom standing out in the patio going, time for supper. Yeah. You know, when it used to be we we're running around the woods. Then you mentioned something to me that I just, it just rings a bell. People will pay for a pool. And they'll hang out with a pool, and they'll have family. This isn't any different. No, no. I mean, it's in fact the last the last customer who we had, we just finished this project for a few weeks ago, and I mean he was great to work with. He came out every day, come home on his lunch break, and he kept saying, you know, are you guys irritated by me being? I said, no, it's fun. It's fun having you out here. He just loved the process, and at the end of it, you know, and I, this is something I had talked about, but it was interesting to hear him say. He goes. You know, guys build pools, they dig ponds, they build patios. He goes, this is my pool, and I'm going swimming every day. That's pretty cool. Statement. Yeah, yeah. No. You know, just, when you think, and in your regards of, I'm home, but everybody's in bed. I can go out here. You know, your wife could come out there and stand and watch you chip and butt if need be, because I know Julie's a big supporter of you, unlike my wife. No, bless her heart. But Julie... You know, she's a big supporter of what you do. And mm-hmm. so, again, that can add to some of that time together. Yes. Instead of you staying at the Waska Golf Club, chipping and putting out on the putting green there. Yes. No. And it reacts so much like an actual green that that was, I've got a flag in my backyard, but it's just on regular grass. You know, wedge shot in there, a little flip shot, and it just bounces because right. the the grass isn't level. You get one of these greens; it's going to react like an actual shot. So you're now you're working on hitting actual shots and how they react. So um, yeah, it's it's it was really cool to see it firsthand. Yeah. All right, Denny, you're going to stay with us for the rest of the time. All right. Sounds Is that okay? Because we got some more stuff to talk about, and I want to get your insight. I want people to know that you do watch golf and you do kind of pay attention to golf, and you are a golf guy. As much as I make fun of you, one quick story. Okay. (laughs) A quick story from you? Is that possible? Denny, you can chime in anytime you want because I deserved every last bit of this. Oh, boy, I know where we're going. So we're at Honey Creek Resort down in Iowa. Can we start on the trip down? Because I I feel feel like like the context context is going to be pretty important. We're driving on the trip down. Now, this used to be a time, and I told Maggie this before the show, where we leave at 10 p.m. on a night, drive straight through the night, get to Honey Creek at 4, 5, 6 a.m., peg it. I mean, little chip, little putt, peg it, so no sleep. And then go to bed that night after 36 holes, peg it again the next day, play 36, hop in the car, let's go. So stupid, right? We don't do that anymore. But at that time, we did. So on the way down, I took probably the first leg or whatever early, you know. But then we turned to Denny. We go, Denny. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah, interject, please. Yes. 
Because I was dialed in. You had some stuff that you were talking about. So I was tuned in. Oh, right. I was like, you're fair. Your therapist that night. 100%. Everybody else passed out. We want that. Denny's my wingman. He's listening to my stories, you guys, and he's doing great up there, okay? So time to flip, probably near Des Moines. We got about two hours left. I go, Denny, I'm your wingman. I'm your guy, right? Actual, he did right? say I that. did, and so it couldn't have been 10 minutes down the road. You were I, so on I was not his wingman. <laughs> he kept waking me up. I was getting mad. Wasn't I? Was, I? I was guardrail to guardrail the whole way, just trying to stay away. We're talking 4 a.m. here. Okay, because we're coming from Brainerd. Yeah. So it's a little farther than where I live now, but we're coming from Brainerd all that way because Denny and... And Denny's garbage, he just, if there was ribbits, we would hit him. But he was struggling. We had a band full of people, and he's got to not kill us, right? I'm the wingman. So he's, so we set that backdrop of Denny and I are not seeing eye to eye at this point, right? So Full disclosure, we do not promote sleep driving, once no. again, on Club Pro Chatter. No, so we get to the Honey Creek Resort, and now I'm ready to go. Now I'm good. I got some sleep. For Denny. Of course you are. Denny's a walking zombie. Right, he is a walking zombie. And so then from that point forward, <coughs> I continue to just demolish him with jabs. I mean, he's got so much material to work with, the hands, how tall he is. I mean, his funky Plus, I shot somewhere between 85 and 89. Yeah, he was day. terrible, and so we made fun of that. I mean, I'm crushing him nonstop, all right? And I don't recognize the fault of mine, whatever. I don't recognize what's happening, right? I'm not fully aware. So now it's time to drive into town and get food for the evening. Because this is what we do. We drive town, get food, bring it back to the spade. Right, Denny? Am I missing something here? So far, believe it or not, Spot Greg right? is actually telling the truth. So we go into this... Uh, <laughs> that's, that hurts a little, but I get it. So we go into this little mom-pop podunk store. We start buying stuff, and Denny happens to buy, for his crackers, a tub of spray cheese whiz. Oh, yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, it sounds great, right? I mean, I'm probably over there cheering him on, going, Denny, yeah, get the cheese whiz. That sounds good for your body, you know, all this and that. I'm just, I'm crushing him. I'm making fun of him at every turn. And he's dropping hints of, might be a little right, a little yeah. over the top. I can usually take it. Yeah, but you were, you were dropping hints that you were to that point, okay? So we're, I'm driving back from this, because I'm fine, I'm fresh. I'm driving back and I am crushing him in this van about just joke after joke. He reaches his tipping point, and I kid you not, you guys, I get a finger full of cheese whiz in my ear from Denny. It was a handful. Was it more than a finger full? Yeah. yeah. Right in my ear. And it sounds like you deserved it. Thank you. Didn't recognize that at that point, did I, Denny? Greg seemed to be the victim in this. I turned victim. And I lost it on him. I mean, which I've seen before. You have? Oh yeah. Where I turned victim and lost it? Oh. Yeah. I don't remember another time, but this one for sure. I, I'm I'm listening. I'm I'm fully aware of that poker chips. That was way before. Yeah, but that was another. Story. That was like ten years before that. Denny, we can't drop those things. We're on this right now. Okay, that's another story. So, anyways, I just crush him angrily now, not in fun anymore. For the cheese was in my ear. And I literally have it coming out. It was a full day and a half. We didn't, I don't think we talked much for the next. Oh, it was great. Two days. <laughs> so that's how we get you to quiet down.
put cheese whiz if in you your don't want to be made fun of just go over and again i went to the idea of that's over the top that shouldn't be done i basically i was miles garrett you know at that point <laughs> I swung the helmet back at him. Yeah. You know, after all this thing. And really did I not know that, yeah, it was probably my fault. Well, leading up, listening to the story, yeah, it was completely your fault. And I'm not doing justice how much I was crushing him. Am I? He had a pretty good day. I was on fire that day. For sure. And again, I get in these pockets of where if I start making fun of somebody, I can just roll. And then it's nonstop. And I, I kind of forget that maybe we've reached it. I feel like I'm better about this now, but there comes a point where they reach their breaking point. And that helped me as much as I hated it at the time. It helped me realize, yeah, even Denny has a breaking point, And we got there. Cheese whiz. You can be berating. Well, I and, get that. Well, and you know who else? Jack does the same thing. Right, and but it's different than you. And what's the word I always say about you? Excessive. You're con- no, you're condescending. I am not condescending. You're, no, 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 no. So, Denny. So even when, Denny, even when you agree with somebody, you're berating. I'll hit a shot and miss the green, and he'll say, nice shot. I would never say that. I mean, on the fringe, and he'll go, that's a good shot. Well, and I look at him and go, well, if it's, exactly coming, right. if, if it's coming through the trees and you hit a great shot, it is a great shot. Oh, from 86 yards. Were you in the trees? I'm guessing it was 86 yards because, remember, I had this conversation with you a couple times where I was like, Scott, and I don't know why I'm turning this on you. I don't need Because to. you want to be was, the victim. This was about me being you want to be the victim. over the top ridiculous. And then he's putting cheese was in my ear to go, listen, big boy, I'm on one hour of sleep tops because I think maybe we did sleep a little in the van when we arrived there. Tops one hour. Tops. I prefer to not remember it that way. No Give sleep. me the benefit of the doubt no here. Sleep. Give me the benefit of the doubt here. minutes. I'll give you 15. All uh, right. Now, cheese whiz. So um, where were we at? We're, we're past oh, yeah, the cheese whiz because so I don't think story. they even make it anymore. Well, they probably shouldn't. If they banned big gulps in uh, California, why wouldn't they ban cheese whiz? So let's move on. Let's talk about the assistance championship down in Florida. Yes. How what on, courses did they play? They play, it's all on the Wanamaker. Wanamaker, okay. Yes. So, you played it, right, Scotty? Yeah, I've played it once. No, you've played Wanamaker, right? Yeah, and I've played in the Assistance Championship once. Uh, so, yeah, it's been at the Wanamaker for as long as I can remember. Uh, just, they've got three courses down there seen as the fairest, I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, good representation by us. We had four guys down there. Our uh, buddy... Bennett Smead was down there. That's right. Uh, Exce- missed, the, missed the cut. The author of Excessive. Yes, the author of Excessive. Derek Holmes, six over uh, for 72 holes. Uh, finished tied for 24th. Uh, Thomas Campbell, our reigning assistant player of the year, uh, four over, uh, tied for 15th. And Matt Raichi, uh, finished at two over, tied for ninth. And yeah. Rachi was right in the mix Leading there. it after two rounds, right? Tied for the lead. Yeah, and he was sitting in a good spot going into the final round, like one or two back, and then uh, just didn't really get it going on Sunday and actually finished with a triple on 18, which, have you played the Wanamaker? Yeah, it's one that, of the harder holes. Yeah, it, it, yeah. That, it's like 450. There's water yeah. there. There's yep. usually an alligator looking at you. We don't know that. Yeah, No, I do. I've seen the alligator. So, anyways, 
Okay. But uh, great okay. showing by those guys. We're going to have to have them on at some point because you know I love asking those questions about what was the feelings, what was your nerves, what was going on at that point. Because I'm guessing he probably felt like I'm right in this. Yeah. And great play by him. We love that guy. He came up to me. I think I told you this. He came up to me after the section and said, love listening to your guys' podcast. Well, yeah. it's, it's, it's funny because I saw him. So I went to the Penn State Gopher game. The biggest game on campus in 50 years. Weird that you got to go that. And, and uh, he's... Anything else you've got to do with the Gophers? Oh, yeah. We went down to that Butler game, too. Did Anyways, you? Yeah. So it, it was a fun weekend, biggest game. It was a great win. Uh, and Matt's the assistant for the golf team. They had a ton of recruits there. Kudos to them picking that game. Had to be an unbelievable atmosphere for recruiting. I saw him and Justin Smith afterwards. So this was right before he's coming down, and Matt said to me, I think I've played twice since right. September. So the fact that he got it going down there and he hasn't been playing much just tells you how good of a player he is. Um, and, yeah, it's was, it, it just getting in the mix. And, and then, uh, you know, a Minnesota guy won the event. And Matt has a special place in my heart because he supported me for my pro-am, one of the few assistants that supported me for my pro-am. So, yeah, I'm going to cheer for that guy a little bit harder. Are you bitter all right. at all? No, not bitter. Don't read into it. I'm just saying that I'm going to support I have a, a special better. place in your who? heart? No. You, yeah, you do. Hey, you're top seven. Hey, uh, who did you said Minnesota Connection won? Yeah, Alex Beach, who won the PPC last year down uh, in South Carolina at Belfair, is from Stillwater. Graduated from Stillwater, went to uh, the golf management school at Nebraska, much like our uh, director of com competitions, Vincent, and didn't play college golf and went out to the East Coast, works at Westchester Country Club, Whoa. has worked on his game. And, you know, they, lo they love their playing professionals out yeah, East. they do. He's gotten better and better. And now I'd have to look, but this might be the first time that anybody has been – the Ch Maggie's saying it is that has been the PPC champ and the assistant champ at the same time. Oh wow! How about that? Well, and oh, by the way, he's made it to because as the PPC champ, you get an exemption through uh, pre-qualifying and first stage. He made it through second stage of qualifying. He's going to tour school in like a month. So all this, and we might lose him. Yeah, he might be on the big stage. Oh boy! But I think he's a lanky lefty. Uh, yeah, lefty. Um, tall, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. When you use the word lanky? Yeah. I'm uh, going with tall. Yeah. I know what you're you are not meant. really lanky. No, oh, I'm the opposite of lanky. You're closer to lanky. What Anyways. Would you, what would you put Denny in? What category? Um, Stout. <laughs> Denny, will you take that? I'll take that. That's, yeah, that's the best compliment I've ever heard for you. Yeah, Isn't awesome. it? Yeah. I would say you're soft. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I was going to say husky, but... That's, uh, hey, that's fair. As, so, as bad as that hurts, that's fair. Great showing for our guys down there, and congrats to Alex Beach. Hell, hell of a run he's on right now. Um, Can you say that on the air? You said... What did I say? Yeah, yeah, you said something else. You are going to have to apologize. Anyways, uh... Fall scramble. Yeah, did you plan that? I did. Stone Ridge. It was about 40 degrees. And, yeah, I think they had a full field. It yep. was it was a lot did of fun. Did you win? I think you were first. What were you, second? 
Second, lost to Roger Ferencrug, Eric Toffner, and Chris Borgen. Okay. And they won these growlers for first place. I think they were 14 or 15 <laughs> under. I think 15 under won it, and we were 14. We were one back. But golf course was awesome. Uh, it was cool, but no wind at Stone Ridge, oh. which is, which is I mean, as little wind as possible, but... For October 14th, it was it was perfect. And then uh, we had the old fall meeting, October 28th, at uh, Interlochen. What, uh, wh- how'd you think that went? Uh, other than the tight space, which is not anybody's fault, we had 30 walk-ins, Maggie, and we had nod, yeah. Uh, I love asking her stuff during this. She's so awesome. Um, about 30 walk-ins, tight room, went great. I thought, I don't know how you felt. I mean, again, it... Other than me spilling coffee up in the front, did you see that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> you spilled coffee uh, on the wood floors. I saw somebody I was in the front with... row falling asleep. <laughs> I was sitting with Jock Olson. Get your arms around that. Former head pro. <laughs> and I spilled on the hardwood a full thing of coffee, this full. What are you doing? It's embarrassing. We're never going to be invited back. No, it was embarrassing. Did you send Nathan an No, apology? I was going to say don't, don't tell Nathan, but I just did. <laughs> So, anyways, I thought it was great. Um, love if we could someday host something there at Interlock. And I played there when it was the assistant stuff uh, between uh, Minnesota and Iowa. Mm-hmm. We had these cup matches. The Iowa people loved it because of history. Yeah. You know, and they just, people just eat that up. So, it would be good if we could get back there at some point. Yes, Nathan, that's a plug. All right. Shameless as it is. That's a plug for us to hopefully get back there for well, something. Well, we'd love to get at some of these <laughs> these private club venues for our events, for our junior events. Uh, you know, it's we're not asking to get there every single year, just every three or five years. Um, Interlochen's it's a fabulous place. It's it's tough. I mean, it's uh, it's not super long, but it is a tough golf course. Um, so, yeah, it was fun to see it. Uh, I'd never been in that part of the clubhouse because you go there, you just go in the golf shop. Rarely are we allowed in the clubhouse, so it was cool to see. I thought the speakers were great. Uh, personally, I thought the highlight was the tournament committee update. No, it was not. Oh, it wasn't? No, it wasn't. Okay. You did well, but the highlight was the national new uh, location in Frisco, Texas. Yeah, just getting, that's all, the that, highlight. getting all that information because that's exciting. That's more than exciting. Yeah, it, it's going to be phenomenal. It sounds unbelievable. Yeah, and that's the thing that people might say, why would they? Frisco rolled out the red carpet for our, for our association, and I'm sorry for the people that will have to move from Florida, but I hope they're excited. Yeah. Because I'm sure many of them will have to if they want to hang with the Minnesota or with the National PGA. Do you think Daryl Crawl's excited to go back to Texas? I do. I bet he, uh, yeah. I can't imagine that he wouldn't be. Yeah. yeah. Would you? No. But anyways, yeah. I want to talk a little national golf. Or I want to talk big scope golf if we can. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Maggie says we have a little time. Yep. And I want to bring Denny back in. Okay. All right, if that's okay. Because at the end, again, remind me, we want to get his information out again. Yes. All right, so make sure that we do that, okay? Because sometimes I forget where I'm at, like even right now. Well, and you'd like to knock Denny down a few pegs, any opportunity you can. So I'll remember. I do that with everybody. And if I – here – this just tidbit. If I don't do that with you, I probably don't like you, right? Is that fair? You're telling, yeah, yeah. So that's that's a tell. It is a tell. And you know what? And I shouldn't even say I don't like you. It maybe also mean that you can't handle it, because I am ruthless. I totally understand that. 
and I need to be better about taking it. That's why when you called me soft, I'm going to absorb that. I'm going to feel like that's – go ahead, Denny. Go ahead. It's hard to say. Literally, you're going to absorb that. <laughs> I love you. Anyways, are we going to jump into Tiger? Yeah, we'll, I want to talk a little Tiger. Okay, you guys, you know where I stood with Tiger. Um, I recently just kind of loved what – what's going on. I loved his win in Japan. That's great. The whole bit. Um, how do you feel Dennis about a Tiger Woods picking himself as a president's cup captain pick? I, I know that's kind of, maybe I didn't give you time to think about it, but I love those responses. Cause what is your gut reaction to that? Had to do it. That's all you got. Yeah. I mean, give me some stuff. He's Tiger Woods and he's back. You know, Scott, love him or hate him. He's back. So our last discussion when we talked about this, I said that this would be a, a, a nightmare. Yeah, you if, weren't happy with I it. I wasn't happy about that. Pre-win of Japan, though. Yes. So here's what I will say. I will say it is quite impressive that he, I think the only way he picks himself is if he validates his play with a win or a very, very high finish. And he did that. He All the pressure was on him to go to Japan and say, Okay, you think I shouldn't pick myself? Well, I'm going to show you why I should. And he pretty much dominated, led from start to finish. Matsuyama had a chance there, and he was in the mix, but Tiger won. I still don't like it because he's saying, well, you know, I only got to play one match before I have to play singles in order to be for the team. So that tells me that he's not going to play every session. So then if you've got someone that can't play every session to begin with, then you're kind of putting yourself at a disadvantage. And his record in team, take out the individual side of it, because his success in the individual match play of the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup is very strong. But his team play is, is it, it's, it's, I'm almost Terrible. positive it's below 500. And you could blame the fact that maybe he's, it's uncomfortable for the other person. They don't want to screw up yeah, playing with yeah. Tiger. I, I could make that argument. Yeah, well, and it'd be like you playing with Don Barry. Why? Because if so you're playing with Don, you know so that you can hit a few loose shots because he's going to pick you up. No, it's the other way. Oh, he. he no, he, you're, it, it, 100% it's the other way. And you're playing in an alternate shot deal. You're, a, you're standing on the tee going, you got the best player in the world standing next to you. Don't mess this up. Yeah. So yeah. that he has to recover from something. You remember when Mickelson hit that one off the fence? Yeah. And he's doing the squinty eye like, how am I going to play that? Yeah. Right? That's, That's what nobody wants to see that with him. Is that fair? No. I'm going to go on record as saying I'm okay with it. Hard to believe, right? Well, who's going who's gonna to captain this team? Well, Scotty, I, again, that's a great question. That's a fair question. Go ahead, ask me. Who? What's going to happen? So he's playing now. Do you think he can perform as captain? I get you got vice captains, but why accept the captaincy of the President's Cup? President's Cup is different uh, than Ryder Cup in the fact that because the first, it's easier to win. No, the first two yes. days everybody plays. Okay, so everybody plays the first two days. The third day, because it's a four-day deal in President's yeah. Cup, the fourth day is where you have five matches morning, five afternoon. So he, he might sit himself on those. Okay, okay. Or he might play the second one, having all the matchups already done. Yeah. Okay. He's going to play the first two days because everybody plays. So it's different than Ryder Cup. I'm still not okay with it. I do think that he needs the name. I said he should have Mickelson on as the captain, but those two egos probably can't. Dennis, go ahead. 
No, I like when you eye roll me. I like it. So go ahead. I want to, you know, when people eye roll me, I want to hear it. When I roll, I roll people, I'm hoping they ask me. So go ahead. What do you, what do you feel about this? No, no, I'm like I said, I'm all for Tiger being there. I'm pretty sure he had some pressure. From Answer the second question. question. Oh, you want me to go down the Mickelson route? No, I don't care about that. Uh, answer Scotty's question of who's going to captain this then. I don't have that answer. Well, then don't I roll. I was eye rolling about the Mickelson thing. Well, that's fair. Okay. Mickelson, there's. Do you think Tiger's going to send an olive branch or, or say, hey, they already have? When? Over $10 million in the desert? That was part of it. Also playing together in the practice rounds. They've become closer as friends. Now, again, is I it, think that's it all a show. show. And yes. it's on one side then, right? You would agree with that? Who? Tigers. Tigers Tiger only does it for show. Mickelson actually wouldn't mind being his friend. Right or wrong? Dennis? I, I think your love Just of right or Phil... Wrong. Hey, right or wrong, you don't have to agree. I don't agree with that. Okay. I don't agree with that either. Okay, so what is your take? Maggie doesn't agree either. Okay, you guys think that Mickelson also doesn't really want to be his friend. No, they want. They, Maggie they, says, yeah. Okay, they want to be the the, the 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 main focus at all times. I was told one time that if you're the only person in the room saying something and everybody else says something different, that maybe you should listen. So yeah. I will listen. Okay, I get it. I understand. That's fair. And I was told by somebody else it wouldn't work. And so, okay, fine. Mickelson, you're out. You can't be part of this because the, the day that they – but to me, Mickelson would be a better captain than Tiger ever would be. So I don't necessarily agree with okay, that. Okay, again, I, I'm willing to listen. Yes, my infatuation and love for a man that actually treats people nicely and – When the cameras are on. doesn't matter when they're on. doesn't matter. Does that matter? Yeah, if, if he's a nice guy. Have you ever seen Tin Cup, David Sims? As no, well that's different. And, uh, Ask the all the locker room attendants who they'd rather see walk through that door. Ask them all. I, do you got them on speed dial? Ask them. I, you can ask any of them. And we know this firsthand, secondhand, thirdhand, tenth hand. All right, this isn't an impeachment inquiry. We're just asking. We're just, right? You've heard this, right? I've heard you say Who it. Wants so now, doesn't Tiger have those guys on his as his vice captains? Isn't it Strix and uh, and couples? Couples. Yep. I mean, he has those guys. Well, right. He could promote one of them to. Is, is that, that what you're saying, Scotty? Promote one of them to be I, the captain. I don't think he's gonna. Somebody's gonna be an acting captain because they can't. They can't be. Tiger can't be coaching while he's playing. So ultimately, I probably see it as Steve Stricker is, or Fred or Couples. They, they'll do it together. And Stricker's the three of them? Well, I, it, did you say Zach Johnson? Yeah. Zach. Is yeah, he yeah, on yeah. there too? So. Yeah. Yeah, they're up there. Yeah. So yeah. Stricker's got double duty now, doing the President's Cup even more work, and he's got the Ryder Cup right. come October. When, what is the date of the President's Cup? Sometime in December, isn't it? Early December, I thought. So, we could look that up. do you think... Our fact checkers on it. This, you said in the last podcast that it's Royal Mel Melbourne, right? Yes. This is where this is they... Where we lost. We, we got stopped. The only time we've lost. Do you think we're going to win? Do I think we're going to win? Yeah. Yes. Did you see the, the international lineup? I, it is G League. G League. I'm sorry, and then Jason Day and the other one of the other studs just missed the cut at Mayakoba. G League. So you've got That's an uh, NBA looks reference. like Matsuyama, Jason Day, Adam Scott, uh, Louis Oosthuizen. 
And then four names you can't pronounce in that. Uh, Charles Schwartzel, uh, Mark Leishman, um, Brendan Grace. Um, C.T. Pan? No, not Yes, C. he's in there. Yeah. If he's not on there, then he's in because I saw the list. Johnny Vegas? He's not on. Yeah, he is. I think we have a wrong list there. Maggie says no, he is on. That is not the list that I saw. Okay. I will stand corrected then on the list that I saw. I saw three Japanese names of guys I don't really know that well. Can you pull up? There's got to be a roster somewhere. But, yeah, it's... What's the story with Brooks, though? Is he playing? I don't think he's going to play. So then does who... who gets promoted i think that's another pick is it not yeah well ricky fowler was like the first one out right well, we think yeah Tiger he was, said that he was, was a tough pick he was 11 on the points <clears throat> yep. and didn't get picked right so all right the roster matsuyama scott louis leishman abraham answer hotung lee cameron smith ct pan sung jai im uh jason day joaquin neiman adam hadwin G League. <laughs> and that is the developmental league, and those guys can hate me. That's fine. That's the development league for the NBA. Well, yeah, but let's let's be honest here. It's uh, I would like us to be honest. Dennis, what do you think when you heard all those names? Dennis, lean in. What do you think? What did you hear? G minus. <laughs> Give me five up here with those sandpaper hands. Well, it's it's not a great squad, but if Kepka's out for us, um, let's see. And then... Tiger picked Patrick Reed. That was a captain's pick. You're okay with that, right? Based on based on Hazeltine, yes, but it's not like he was great. It's terrible in over France. There. Yeah. So, uh, and your boy Bryson. Mm-hmm. We'll see you know, who's who, one of my favorites. Yeah, who's gonna fit with him in a group? Um, him and Patrick together. Just send them off, guys. You guys played one hour in front of everybody else. So, yeah, we've got Dustin Johnson, Justin Thomas, Kepka, possibly Kucher, Shoffley, Simpson, DeChambeau, Cantlay, Finau, Woodland, Reed, Tiger Woods. That sounds like, if there's 36 points, it sounds like 34 to 2. Now, I don't know. Now, I'm the guy who's picked the only one that picked the Europeans. You can brag. You did. I, I think... The U.S. is going to win, but I think it's going to be closer. Okay, than it is at Royal Melbourne, and they stomped us there years yes. ago. And I think that this Tiger playing might cause, I'm going to use one of our oh. favorite words, a little bit of a schism. Oh, Dennis, do you agree with dynamic. that? You like the pick, but do you see that being? I like being? the pick, but I, and I do think it's going to be closer than what you think. It's, it's not 34-2. We all know that. Well, right, but right, it's 34-2. It'll be relatively close. We'll win. Okay. But what about the schism? The Patrick Reed thing will be more interesting to me than the Tiger thing. I think everybody has enough respect for Tiger that they, they get why he's there. Boy, they sure didn't seem to have enough respect over in uh, Europe. I mean, it just seems so disjointed. You know, and again, part of it was my boy was the captain. Burek. Yeah. Mm. Well, and everybody thought that that team was so good from top to bottom. Burek. Yeah, well, that fear didn't help, but we would we weren't we favored? Captain excitement. You think Tiger's gonna be rah rah? Is he a cheerleader at all? I'm gonna send the guys out, and they're gonna play. 
why are you so quiet? <laughs> anyway, uh, okay. okay. What's your That's paper? Prediction. I, I told you, America. Stopping? <laughs> the team of Americans. Yes, yeah, stopping. Like an eight-point uh, win by six, let's say. A six-point differential. I don't know how I'm saying this. Okay, that is how many. Six. Okay. So, like, that would be 17 to 11 or yeah. something of that nature. I'll, I'll that's say, a stomping, yeah, right? I'll that's say not 36. <laughs> that was a that's slight exaggeration. I think. We're getting silly now. That was a slight exaggeration. So, I'm going to say it's within two points. I was going to say somewhere in the six. I actually agree Oh, you're with, with me. That's really hard for me to do. So Yeah, you gotta usually right. go out of your way to disagree with me. Yeah, I learned that from a guy I know. I don't do that. Oh. Maybe I do that. I don't know. I don't think I do that, but do I? I like to think, Dennis, that I, I have my opinions and I stick with them no matter what. You argue when we agree. <laughs> well, if you're going to be stupid, I'm going to argue the stupidity. Who's the captain right. of the world squad? Uh, that's, that's a great question. question. I don't even know. Uh, it's not Ernie Els, right? Or is it Ernie? Yeah, it is Ernie. Yeah. Ernie. Yeah, it is Ernie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're going back to that time when we tied that these two, that's kind of the marketing strategy now that I recall some stuff. So yeah. maybe we should have done a little more research before we got into this. But I just wanted to hit on this Tiger point. And again, I understand Mickelson's out. I, I'm not happy about it, that he's totally out because of what he's done for team golf. And you can argue that point, and I'm, I get that, but... To be on every President's Cup up to this point and now to be totally out of it doesn't make sense to me. Well, he's played terrible. Not in President's Cups. He's played terrible. You're not, you're not listening. Lately, I don't care President's Cup. If he hasn't That's fine. played any... That's fine. I don't think, think he, he should play. I don't think he should play. I've told you that. See, look, too much this weight? is when I turn angry, Dennis. Look at this. I don't think he should play. But no, to okay. be totally out of it is ridiculous to me. Well, you gotta you gotta earn your stripes and earn your you, way out. You are absolutely not listening. And now you you talking about arguing just to argue? Yeah, but I like it when he does. Of course, yeah. people do. <laughs> you guys are ganging up on me. All right. Do you think this is a good time to end? I do. I do think it is, Scott. But thank you. We but need yeah, to remind I, everybody. I want to talk, Dennis. Tell us again. Now, I want to reiterate this before Denny says that they can call you or I, Scott. Yes. We have Denny in our phones. Any assistants, any pros, anybody out there that has a contact or has a referral for one of these artificial greens, contact Scott or I, or, again, because we'll get you in touch. We can give their, them your phone number, right? Yeah. To absolutely. our fellow PJ yeah, pros? Absolutely. And so, Denny, tell us again how they can find you without even contacting, with go, not going through us. We're not taking any of the commission that they're coming, that they have coming, just so you know. Greg is getting none. That's good. And he's going to like it. <laughs> Um, I, get, I, get, whiz. I get friendship yeah, yeah. with you. For sure, for sure. Look at, uh, look at the look on my face. Yeah, it's pretty sad. <laughs> Good uh, thing we're on radio. Yeah, the easiest way to find me right now, like I said, we're going to do some uh, rebranding here. So uh, to find me is at, uh, at Green Image Golfscapes on Facebook. So that has all my current information. And as information changes... That'll change along with it. So, but they should be able to still find that. Yeah, and, 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 and on there you can find some contents and pictures, uh, you know, shots being hit in. So we've got some recent stuff, too, that you can even direct, you know, the interested party to to check out on their own. Um, I assume that Maggie, the communication extraordinaire, will also put something out in the Easy Reads and or on our Facebook page. Yeah, thank you for violating the contract that we signed with him. But anyways... Um, no, no, we did negotiate a lot of those things earlier, 
and we're not we're not trying to hurt anybody. But yes, Maggie is awesome at this stuff, and we talked about some ways that we can enhance not only Greenscape uh, or excuse me, Green Image Golfscapes, but also our PGA Pro. And how are we going to tie this in together? So, Denny, thank you. I know we joke and jest a lot here, but what you're doing for us is unbelievable. And I've always said, and we talked about this before, and you just get it. And you just understand that it can't be all for you. It can't be all for us. There's somewhere in the middle that this matches up. And we have contacts. You have the skill. We've seen it. This guy has, it's unbelievable what he does. Yes, yeah. And if you watch him work, you would know why I make fun of him. Because the guy doesn't stop working. It's the opposite of a PGA pro who, I mean, because literally we're doing something and we'll stop and have coffee for 10 minutes because we got to talk to somebody. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. But again, Dennis is like, um, uh, if you want to talk, go over there. Cause I got some work to do. Yeah. Fine that you talk, but I'm going to just keep working. So yeah. thank you for coming on board with us, buddy. And I hope this really works out. For yeah. Scotty, any? No, thanks, Denny. Appreciate it. And hopefully, you know, down the road, if we have any questions with regards to turf or anything, you know, like we had my superintendent on this, this spring, um, Denny can kind of be our on-call expert for some of these things as well. So. Right, and uh, and a little shout out to Brady, his superintendent. I played at the Blizzard oh, yeah. Best Ball out there. Unbelievable! What a, yeah. what a great job he does. Out yeah, there. that's right. Yeah, Denny was commenting the whole time on how good your golf course was, and that has nothing to do with you. One hundred percent to do with Brady. Beautiful. <laughs> all right. Thank you. All right. Congrats to all the award winners. Yes. Uh, congratulations, to all you guys. Thank you, Denny, for coming on. Maggie, thank you for doing all you do for this with the setup, Scott. One last thing. Awards dinner. Oh, yeah. December 6th. December 6th. Target Field. Not Target Center, Target Field. Yeah, it's it sounds like an unbelievable venue. Be really cool. Is it in, like, the Champions Club or in one of those? I think it's on second base. No, that's not true. Okay. It's going to be inside, right? Yes. yes. It's a little cold. So, and you could see the field, and, yeah, so... All the award winners are announced. We'll release those out there. If you can make it, we'd love to have you. We'd love to fill up this space. Um, tickets through the section website. Okay. And that, I assume, will be in the easy reads as well. So. All right. Dynamite drop-in. Thank you all for uh, making this happen today, Denny, especially, and for your support of the PGA. And uh, we believe this is episode somewhere between 13 and 15. Uh, but uh, we want to thank you all for listening and uh, we'll try to get back soon. Have a good day, everybody.